You're listening to the Zen Sandwich Podcast. From social observations to travel stories, this is a show that inspires mindfulness, humor, and a realistic approach to a Zen lifestyle in the 21st century. My name is Mark Reed. I'm a former college professor and lawyer. I now live in Japan and make handmade paper. This is your source for 5-Minute Zen and other content to start your day, learn something new, or get a different perspective on life in this rapidly evolving modern world. Hey, here we are. You are listening to episode 6. In this episode, I'll discuss what it's like to live life as an expat, to be an American but live the rest of my days in another country, Japan, uh, and the virtue of acceptance. So what the heck does that have to do with you? Well, in a way, we're all expats because each of us live in a world that is foreign to the exact notion of how you'd like the world to be. There's no utopia for any of us. And when you stop trying to create utopia, whether that is by having the perfect house or car or social life, and accept your life and its flaws for what it is, then at that moment, there is a true feeling of peace and calm amidst what can seem to be at times a chaotic world. I'll never forget the first time I boarded a plane to leave America for a year. I was 21 years old, right out of college. I had never been anywhere outside of uh, Alabama and the four states that surround Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida. And even those trips were (laughs) very minimal. Uh, I'm 21 on the plane. The airplane door shut. The flight attendants scurried to do their final procedures. And my heart was pounding. I'll never forget this moment. Part of that was excitement, of course, but a lot of it was fear. It it was officially too late to back out once that door locked. I mean, I guess I could have, you know, thrown a tantrum and gone nuts, but that's not my style, so I was going to see it through. But uh, 21, never been anywhere, headed to Japan for the first time in my life. Um, I had a job teaching English for a year in junior high schools, and uh, after a whirlwind of activity in Tokyo for a two-day orientation for all the new teachers. Um, I and the other teachers were then individually whisked off to our, our corners of Japan to begin our new lives. And mine was b- to be in a, a very rural area in the middle of the country. It was in Nagano Prefecture. And a prefecture in Japan is the same thing as a state in the United States, so like Oklahoma or Alabama, I was going to Nagano Prefecture. Uh, Not Nagano City. I was way south of there. I was in literally in the rice paddies. It was was in the middle of nowhere. So we all left Tokyo. Without delay, I went straight to Nagano and uh, immediately went to, before I even went to the apartment they picked out for me, they took me to my new uh, workplace, met my work colleagues, met my uh, new landlady, then I saw my apartment that had been picked out for me, uh, signed some paperwork. What I'm trying to describe is that there was just a two and a half day whirlwind of activity where I was never alone and I was in this surreal foreign country. It was surreal for me at the time because I hadn't been anywhere. So this, it was like, I've described it before as, uh, it was literally like living in a movie 
because it was it just felt so surreal. But uh, after those two and a half days and the the meeting all the people and the bowing and the uh, you know come here Marksan or let's go there Marksan uh, over and over just nonstop. Everyone the door to my apartment shut. Everyone was gone suddenly, and I was alone. I was just suddenly alone in the apartment, and it was quiet. It was eerily quiet. Now, there were lots of life lessons I learned that year that might be applicable to the particular theme of this show, from learning patience uh, in situations where there were misunderstandings, or how to be mindful and enjoy the present moment, or the acts of kindness that I, that I frequently uh, encountered over the year. Uh, so much happened uh, living outside of the comfort zone of my of the home I grew up in. Uh, there are plenty of Zen lessons there, but the one that, and I wasn't even a Zen practitioner at the time, but looking back, I, I can see the lessons uh, more clearly. But the one I want to focus on, the takeaway here is acceptance. That is acceptance of things for what and the way they are and not how you or I would like them to be. You know, in in general Buddhism, not specific to Zen, but Buddhism in general, there's a notion of attachments and that suffering in life is related to those attachments. We often only think of attachments in terms of tangible things like uh, my favorite shirt or I love my TV or maybe a sentimental gift you receive uh, from a loved one. If you lose that gift, or if your TV breaks, you experience some form of suffering. Attachments can also come in the form of relationships and friendships. If you lose a friend or a family member, of course, that, that can be a very sad thing. But what about attachments to things foreseen, and hoped for, or expected? Attachment to expectation can lead to disappointment, which is also a form of suffering. But back to life as an expat. Are, are there things I miss about America? Well, of course. I, I miss college football. I mean, I'm, I, am from after, I am from Alabama, after all. Uh, I miss good pizza. It's hard. Japan has great food across the board, not only Japanese food, but you can find a lot of different ethnic cuisines that are, Japan does very well, um, Pizza is not one of them. <laughs> it is, they do crazy things with pizza, like put squid and corn on pizza. Um, of course, there's a lot to love here, too. A very hospitable culture. The best sushi on the planet. Uh, fantastic public transportation system, and so on. The point is not to draw comparisons or contrast and say which country is better than the other. The point is that when you accept the world as it is, when you accept your world, your surroundings, the people that are in your life, for who they are, rather than what you expect or want them to be or what you expect or want your world to be, when you begin to eliminate expectation, you find peace and liberation. Through exercise of the mind, you can train your mind to eliminate expectation. Now, just one uh, disclaimer here. Uh, I, I'm not saying accept your environment in any and all circumstances. Obviously, if you're in some sort of domestic violence situation, you get the hell out of there. If you're in a job that makes you miserable, you know, 
quit that shit. <laughs> Get out of there. So, you know, change the world that you can and that you have power to change. But in terms of people who are in your life or or other just misfortunes that happen that might happen to you in the world, whether it's a flat tire or uh, you stub your toe on the on the corner of the table. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know it's hard to accept that you stubbed your toe, <laughs> but there is a, a mental attitude and practice here for accepting the accepting the, the pain that the world is going to dish out. Um, again, not the pain that you have power over, but the pain that you don't. Um, and when you begin to accept it, uh, you actually even, I know it sounds crazy, but you learn to laugh at that stubbed toe. It still hurts, but you also laugh at your clumsiness or, or whatever. And when you change your perspective like that, it, it really changes your entire life experience. How often in life have we had lofty expectations? Perhaps about a new job, or maybe it's a new technological gadget that you just bought, only to later be let down when things don't turn out the way in which we hoped, or the newness wears off and fades away from whatever toy we're excited about. Almost every time, right? Almost every time. You get excited about a new new job, and maybe it is, maybe there's a little honeymoon period at first, but that newness wears off, or you buy a new gadget, and uh, after a while, you, you stop playing with it. It almost happens every time. Of course, this operates in a similar fashion going the other direction. How many times have we expected the worst only to find out later that things weren't nearly as bad as we feared? Thus, we exercise the mind through acceptance of the now, of the here and now, not the what might be. Through this continual practice, and I have to do it too, we begin to live more and more in the present moment rather than in a future we have only imagined. Okay, here's your five minutes in. Be on a mission to catch yourself feeling disappointed about something trivial. Maybe the grocery store is out of your favorite peanut butter brand or whatever. Maybe it's out of toilet paper. You know, considering what happened this year, uh, maybe it's out of toilet paper. Even then, Acknowledge it, acknowledge your frustration, laugh about it, find an alternative solution. Maybe you go to the gas station and uh, you just unroll half their that giant roll and stuff it in your pocket. I'm not, I'm not advocating theft here, but, you know, laugh about your situation and find a way around it, a way over that wall or around it or under it. Ultimately, accept the world is not going to play by your rules and the world is what it is. The sooner you let go of expectations, the happier you are guaranteed to be. So that's all for this episode. I'll reiterate something I said earlier, that this is a continual practice, that I myself have to do it. Uh, I have to strive to eliminate expectation in my life. Expectations not only of items at the grocery store, but expectations of people. People aren't going to always behave or think the way I want them to. So I have to practice removing expectations from my life, from my mind. And there is no end goal. You'll never perfect this. Eliminate that expectation too. And I will continue the practice as well. Okay, if you have been listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, please leave a positive review if you enjoyed the episode. If not, I promise to try and get better. Uh, 
keep coming back. I hope you'll join me next time for episode seven, what to do about emotions like anger. Till then.